Welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast, where Charles H. Green, CEO of Trusted Advisor Associates and co-author of the best-selling book, The Trusted Advisor, answers your questions and offers wisdom on how to build stronger relationships with clients and colleagues. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Trust Matters, the podcast. I'm Charlie Green, and I'm joined by MC Jason Bluskin. Jason, I hear we're switching gears today. We haven't talked about applying trust ideas to the job search process, but I understand we've got one today. That's right, Charlie. We're talking about the process that everybody loves, looking for a job. Leonard writes in from Atlanta, Georgia. He says, I'm in my mid-30s and I'm in the middle of applying to jobs in pursuit of broadening my career. I've got some great experience in project management in the technology infrastructure industry. I want to use those skills, but I'm looking to transition into healthcare to have a positive impact on the world. So here's the issue. I've been applying to roles that specifically request project management experience. I've got a solid resume and I am getting interviews, but I'm just not getting callbacks after those interviews. In my interviews, I make sure to highlight my past experience and success with the specific requirements that they cite. It's not hard because my resume all by itself highlights those touch points. And I'm very careful ahead of time to map precisely the stated requirements and I'm able to speak to those specifically in the interview. Yet something is just not working. The interviewee usually asks a follow-up question or two, but I feel like I'm just not connecting. Is there a trick to interviewing that I'm missing? Are those ads rigged in the first place and they're just using me as window dressing? I'm really not sure where to go with all this, but to be honest, I'm getting a bit bummed out. Well, Leonard, do not despair. I've got two thoughts for you. The first one has nothing to do with trust, but it's fairly received wisdom in the job hunting space. Don't restrict yourself to responding to listed jobs alone. In particular, make sure you're also doing networking. For more on this, go read up on successful strategies for job hunting, because honestly, this is not my area of expertise. But let's move on to one that is in my wheelhouse. You are missing a big opportunity to create trust in the way you handle those interviews. Here's a quick story. Years ago, I was working for a management consulting firm and decided I really wanted to apply to a newly created job as assistant to the CEO in our firm. There were three other people I knew who were also applying for the job. Each one of them got in ahead of me and got an interview with the CEO, and he chose not to hire any of them. Finally, he got around to interviewing me after several weeks. The interview lasted only about 20 minutes, at the end of which the CEO suddenly told me, you got the job. I was delighted, of course, but also a little bit baffled. If you don't mind, I said, can you tell me just what it was that made you make the decision? Sure, he said, you were the only one who talked about what you wanted to do with the job. The others all just talked about their qualifications and wanted to know about promotion opportunities. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was on to something. So let's apply this to you, Leonard. Instead of pointing to your resume, which, hey, they can read for themselves, and to their postings, which they wrote themselves, tell them your point of view. Get proactive. Put it out there. Take a little risk. Tell them what would you do with this job. What does being a project manager mean to you, and why do you think it can be useful for this company? I'm going to make all this up, okay, but it might sound something like this. In my experience, the key success factors for successful project managers boil down to two things, an ability to track and manage complex deliverables and skills at managing multiple personal relationships. Also, in my experience, these tend to be more important than subject matter mastery. Based on that perception of the project management function, I have found that the most valuable steps I've taken are to reach out early on and establish strong personal relationships with team members. As part of that reach out, I then find it much easier to solicit advice from team members about the project, and this in turn gains their alignment and their buy-in, which makes my own job then much easier. 
As far as tracking and managing, I've seen a lot of different project management systems. I imagine your company, given your core business in XYZ, probably has very sophisticated tools for project management already. Obviously, I don't know those tools firsthand, but my experience has been that simplicity here is an important virtue. In my project management experience, I've tried to establish early on the two or three most critical metrics for project success and to ensure that the data supporting them, including the ease of reporting, is robust and rich. The rest, in my opinion, is to a great extent just detail. Now again, I'm making all this up, but you don't have to. What you have to do is replace my made-up content with your own. Now, let me get meta for a second. The reason this approach works is twofold. One, it really does show them how you think, which is what they want to know. You can't show that in a resume. Secondly, and this has specifically to do with trust, it means you're taking a risk. It's very possible that the lessons you have drawn from project management are not the way they see it. It's possible that they'll even see it so differently from you that it may cause them to reject you. And that, Leonard, would be a good thing. It tells you that your point of view would not have fit at that company. You should thank them in such a case. But much more likely, it will not cause them to shut you down, even if they disagree with you. Because the fact that you took a risk, the risk of telling them your specific point of view, positively inclines them to reciprocate and to take a risk on you. You're giving them the gift of an articulate point of view. What do people do when they get a gift? They give something in return. It sounds simple, and of course it is, but it's also profound, and it works. Even if they disagree with you, the dual fact of a point of view and your risk-taking and pointing it out greatly increases the chance that they'll want to talk to you. So don't view the interview as an extension of the resume job specs process. It's a completely separate thing. This is where you tell them who you are and what you can do for them. And you both get to figure out together if that's going to make sense. You've been listening to the Trust Matters Podcast with Charles H. Green. Send us your questions about trust, relationships, and business at podcast at trustedadvisor.com. And visit trustedadvisor.com for tons of free articles, videos, and more.